0: think tucker blinked caught off guard by her bright smile it transformed her fine features the laughing warmth making mere beauty something irresistible that smile tugged at him unraveling his iron control and filling his mind with unspeakable responses i don't know how i ever mistook you for a man sounded random I think if I undid your braid, those lush waves I saw last night would feel soft as corn silk. If anything, even worse. Tucker could feel time running out as she stared up at him, waiting for him to cobble together some sort of coherent answer. Her smile started to slip, and he fought a sudden need to bring it back. It struck him that he could do a better job of thinking straight if she stopped looking at him with those big, expectant brown eyes. So he looked down. Tracing the gesture she had made towards the fence. But his gaze didn't make it to the fence. He snagged on the sight of her hands. Red lines, some thin, some jagged, and still bleeding, lashed around her wrists to creep across the back of her hands. If he knew anything about barbed wire, her palms looked even worse. Tucker stared until red spread across his vision. She's hurt. His own hands clenched into fists, fighting to keep from reaching out and grabbing her so he could see the worst of her injuries. Suddenly, his thoughts narrowed to a single focus. I promised her father I'd take care of her. I have to keep her safe, make her understand that she can't put herself in dangerous situations. I think you have a habit of doing things you have no business trying and showing up in places you know you don't belong. I belong here! the spark in her eyes went cold i've always belonged here who do you think you are to say otherwise the foreman of the bar nun same as i have been for half a decade tucker found her far easier to handle when she went flinty smiles could addle a man's thinking but scowls kept him on track strange she wrinkled her nose as though rejecting something rancid I don't remember passing judgment on family members as part of the foreman's responsibilities or one of his privileges. Good judgment is part of doing anything responsibly. I use mine just fine. You're the one who's passing it by, he shot back. You're tangling my meaning, and you know it, her voice rose a notch. It's not your job to decide how or where I spend my time. No, it's my job to keep you safe problem is that means monitoring where you are who you're with and what you're doing for just about every minute until your brother gets back to take over tucker kept the thought to himself it made no sense to stick a burr beneath the saddle of a bucking filly in need of breaking i'm responsible for the safety of everyone on the ranch he shifted making her tilt her head back farther to keep glaring at him Only then did Tucker give up the literal high ground in favor of besting her in conversation. He didn't have time to waste arguing the woman dizzy, and he needed to see the worst of her wounds. Tucker swung from the saddle, landing close enough to snag her elbow and turn her hands palm up. As he had expected, the vicious wire left marks here, slicing into the soft pads of her palm and fingers. What are you doing? She tried to tug her arm from his grasp, words falling fast and furious. Ensuring the safety of your men surely doesn't include playing nursemaid over a few scratches. Easy now, he murmured to her the same way he did with any other skittish creature. I need to see how bad you hurt yourself. He kept one hand wrapped around her elbow, tight enough to hold her but not cause harm. Tucker raised his other hand to his mouth, biting the tips of his glove and pulling it off. He unclenched his teeth and let the glove fall to the ground as his bare hand reached hers, tenderly tracing around what looked to be the deepest cut. She hissed at him like an angry cat, so he knew the slash stung. But her sun-warmed skin gave softly beneath the questing pressure of his fingertips without revealing any deep gashes. He checked both hands from palms to wrists before deciding he didn't need to worry about stitching her up. He had expected a lot worse. What he hadn't expected was the silent testimony of her skin. Milky white and fine-boned, though her hands may be, they didn't tell tales of a privileged lady. Beneath the scratches from today's foolishness, he had traced scars and calluses. Jessalyn Culpepper's hands spoke of skills earned with hard work. And a hard head. Enough, she yanked free, though by now Tucker's grip slackened so she could slip loose at any time. You don't need to concern yourself with every little mishap, especially mine. Not every little mishap, he silently conceded, but especially yours.